What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 318 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Nolan. Hello. And LJ Lowry. What up? And this week, we're geeking out about all the magical things that have been announced at D23. Uh, there were other news uh, to talk about, but we just kind of... We're going to focus on D23 because there was so much of it. Um, LJ, you had said there's a couple more things coming this week. Yeah. So... Um, but, I mean, I guess before we get into all that stuff, um, there there was an Ubisoft Forward, which was like half Assassin's Creed, and then there's also State of Play and the Direct tomorrow in the same day. So we'll, I know, we'll I totally forgot they were That's the so same crazy. day. That's like yeah, it's crazy. wild. Um, so we'll talk about those next week. Um, right. But I know we're like, gonna talk about Assassin's Creed and then everything else be Disney. Yeah, like and then yeah, and like Ubisoft Forward had other stuff, but I mean it's just. Eh, you know, like, it's not that important, really, in my opinion. Yeah, in the grand scheme. Yeah. Uh, also, before we get into the D23 announcements, we have an announcement of our own that we're super excited about. Ooh. Uh, we've been working on this for a few months now, and basically, to write a Geeks Under Grace before, you would have to uh, send in a piece, say that you wanted to write, uh, and then they would review that piece, and it would be, like, whether or not you were accepted... Um, to be part of our group and then you would then have to write like three times a month to stay on board and be and then we slowly lowered that requirement yeah and <laughs> on top of that it was like like that almost sounds like a paid thing and it's not it's completely volunteer yeah uh, and so it was kind of there was this weird gatekeeping that we had to do to make sure the quality was there um oh, but it was just it, it makes for not a lot of people wanting to write, uh, which makes sense. We mm-hmm. get it. Um, it takes a lot of, you have to be really passionate about what we're doing. And, and, uh, and so this life is these days, you know, it's people have commitments and other things that it's like, oh, this thing I'm going to do for free doesn't matter that much, you know? Yeah, I can't <laughs> maybe commit to this every yeah. single month. Yeah. And so we've got this new thing. Uh, we're calling it GUG Contributors. And basically, if you go to geeksundergrace.com slash write, uh, you can put your pitch in. And you're not going to be able to do, like, the video game reviews and stuff that we do. That's We're kind of reserving that for uh, people that can commit to a bit longer. But if you have a faith-based article um, about pop culture, you can let us know, pitch it, um, and then work with our team on getting it written uh, mm-hmm. if they accept it. And it's just a lot easier. And there's no commitment after that. You get your article done, uh, and then it's published, and you don't have to worry about it again. Um or, you know, talk to us ever again, uh, although we would love if you continue to be part of our community. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just a really more, it's a much more intuitive way to to be um, a part of Geeks Under Grace and get to write with us. Also, I think that these pieces that people are writing with the contributor system um, are very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do the reviews and I think that has um, its own importance. I think that's kind of what we do is we make sure that um, parents and Christians and um you know, everyone knows the content that's in uh, the pop culture that we we enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is also kind of more of a, I don't know, it's more faith-centered, like faith-focused in a lot of ways. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, and I know we used to have pretty consistent um, sort of Christian living writing, and I haven't checked in a while, but whenever I go, it seems to be like, oh, it's always reviews and always reviews, which is great and wonderful, and if, but this yeah. like allows more voices to sort of chime in with their ideas of like how Faith Connect, which is kind of like the point mm-hmm. of our ministry, which I think is yep. really cool. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, so I, we're all super, super excited about it. If you have That's an awesome. idea of like, you know, you watched a show and you're like, man, there's a Christian message in that that I want to write about. Um, you don't have to commit to writing something every single month. You can just mm-hmm. let us know and uh, work with our team on making that happen um, and letting your voice be heard in the geek community. We made mm-hmm. that kind of the header and I kind of love that because it's yeah. I'm uh, even sort perfectly... of considering it. I have like an idea that I could potentially do, but. Oh, awesome. That'd yeah. be awful. Yeah, that's okay I, too. I got some, I, in the backlog golf chat for any staff members <laughs> who are listening, People keep pushing me. They're just like, you should write. You oh, no, that's write. that's just Derek always. <laughs> it's just Derek always. I'm just like, you know what? Maybe yeah. it might be fun. But you know what, though? Jamie's know. Jamie's doing reviews now. So it's like, hey, his, his, his peer pressure is actually like a positive <laughs> one. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that, too, is there's we have a lot of we have kind of like it's Facebook workplace. Uh, mm-hmm. For those who don't know, kind of like Slack or a Discord. And uh, it's there's like facebook admins in there as well and they don't mm-hmm. write very often um they wouldn't i don't think just get to write something on the on the website but this allows them to uh get to pitch in on that as well yeah um, and again in a way where it's not having to do something every month i'm excited i think it's really really cool um hopefully if like i said if you have an idea reach out to us it's geeksundergrace.com slash right um and that'll I'll put give the you... link in the show notes yeah um, and not to bash reviewing either. If you want to be a reviewer, you can also go to that. It's at the very bottom of the page and uh, and be a reviewer. Like I said, there's a little bit more uh, to do when, when yeah, you're it's more involved. Yep. Um, but if you wanted to do that, you've been thinking about that for a while. You can do that as well. Um, so yeah, check it out. All right, we will get into the way we're going to do this is kind of like a normal week uh, because Disney was nice enough to uh, give us something for each of our little subjects um and so we'll do the video games we've been playing and we'll get into d23 gaming news movies we've been watching d23 movie news tv tv news so that's it lj what have you been playing okay i played some cool new things just because uh i have issues um i bought two games this week <laughs> um i started steel rising which is a cool steampunkish kind of souls game set in um the french revolution period and um it's probably got the most story i think i've ever seen a souls game have like souls games have lore but this one's got like a mm-hmm. story you you're a they call them automats which is basically like automated like you know machine like robot type things um but you play as an auto, uh, automat and play uh named aegis and basically you work for the queen and so basically, the king has gone crazy. Not not the British queen, the French queen. Um, oh my gosh! So, so I'm to clarify. Good dis- um, distinction there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's in the Especially French Revolution. Timely. Very yeah. Timely. And so, um, and so basically, they're like, "Well, the king's gone mad. He sent he sent his he sent his robots just to kind of ruin everything." And uh, there's it, and there's a lot going on. And so they're like, "Well, we have this." They ha- they have this, we have this one with us that for whatever reason isn't aggressive or isn't hostile. Let's use her to go scout, basically. And so you kind of have to go figure what's get what, figure out what's going on. And 
you get a lot of customization options, a lot of different weapons. Um, really cool. And they do have accessibility options. This is one of the first uh, Souls games that has really had accessibility options. In which you can... It has a thing where she has this cooldown thing because she's like a steam uh, robot kind of. Um, so you can eliminate that basically. Um, you can do... Uh, there's an option where you can die and not lose your currency or lose your like the thing that you collect for XP. Like, like the Souls games, that's half the punishment. It's like, ooh, I lost all my stuff. So let me go back mm -hmm. and get all of that and hang on to it. So basically don't die. Uh, you can you can remove that to where the, the penalty isn't there. Uh, and you can also, there's a damage reduction slider. So let's just say there's a group of enemies that are like hitting way too hard and they're just wrecking you. Um, you can move a slider that reduces damage a little bit. So that way maybe they're not, like maybe they don't hit as hard and maybe it kind of gives you a little wiggle room, you know, like... So I think it's kind of cool that like it's you know they've they're finding ways to make this genre accessible without ruining the integrity of it. Um, so cool. veterans and purists do not have to turn that setting on. So yeah. Um, and then the other thing, which I think uh, y'all will probably find more interesting to hear about, is uh, I got Splatoon three. Yeah. The best selling uh, Switch game, if I read which that right. Is, well, it's Actually, the best selling out of the franchise in Japan, I think. Okay. As far as that I saw, I don't know if it's the best selling Switch game. Because I don't think it has 150% retention rate like Breath of the Wild did. So. I was going to say, I think <laughs> probably it may have one of the um, strongest yeah. opening, like launches. Yeah. I'm not really sure. I don't Fastest know selling Nintendo Switch are. game in Japan ever. In Japan. Oh, oh. That's really? insane. I mean, <laughs> it's it's been getting the criticism that it's too similar than the previous ones. I think that are, that's what some people are saying. But okay. honestly, the quality of life improvements are amazing. So I know Joe used to give the game crap for having uh, having to listen to like the sisters every time oh, you start the sure. game. Mm -hmm. um, but that's all in a corner now, so I can boot up the game and start walking around the city, and all of that's like in the top left corner, like just explaining, hey, here are the maps today and all that. So. That alone okay. is already a big improvement. Um, it's got a lobby yeah. system now where you can hang out with your friends in between matches and change your gear in between matches, um, which is already... That's another big improvement that was kind of annoying in the previous games. Um, mm -hmm. And the, honestly, those are like the two biggest quality of life improvements. Um, it looks better. Like, the ink... Like I, I noticed the special effects on the ink and stuff like that. Or, yeah, I guess they call it ink. Um, I'm thinking, like, paint, though. Um, but even, like... Yeah, all the special effects on that are super cool too. Um, there is a new mode that I think I've almost played more than the actual multiplayer, but it's called Table Turf, and it's basically a tabletop game within Splatoon, and you play oh, cool. cards of different weapons and items on like a grid, and so the idea is to place. I think that you have a certain amount of turns, and you have to place more than your opponent, uh, like by the end of the game. But you can also like block their like squares like the path they're gonna go on there's like special like you cards have specials you can play so that way you can actually cover up some of their ink but it's all it almost reminds me of like a tabletop version of what you see at the end of the game how like at the end of a match you see the map and everything it's covered so basically that's what you're trying to do on table turf except you're not you're actually just kind of it's almost like the strategy of like of playing on a map rather than like actually playing it's really cool like they've made their own tabletop game inside of splatoon like that's super I, awesome i want that just as a mobile game on my phone like i think it would be mm -hmm. amazing 
Um, but yeah, it's fun. Like honestly, like sure, if if it's more Splatoon, yeah, sure, it's it's still more of the same. But also, it's like if you're gonna, you know, if you like Splatoon, then those quality of life improvements are gonna be. I just huge wish and important. that they implemented those quality of life improvements either as DLC or just a big update on Splatoon 2. That's like the one thing that I'm just they like, okay, yeah. like it would be, I can, I know it would be a better experience, yeah. but I'm still just like, ah, oh, like yep. it's still, I just wish they had done that instead. Nintendo so. gonna Nintendo. Um, I know. But the criticism, true. the criticism is like, well, doesn't Call of Duty update, you know, isn't Call of Duty also the same game every time? Or isn't like, Madden or something, the same sports, the same game yeah. every time. Um, but it's been like a decade. It has been a decade, but it's been a long time. It's been three has years. It... I think there's been three years between each release. I think is it's what been I three heard. years. No way. Yeah, I think Splatoon three two came out in like 20, right. 2018 or something. I think like it that. came out. Before. Man, I feel like it came out forever yeah. ago. It was like pretty early on in the Switch's life life cycle. Because then there was the Wii U one, yes. which that's and so that's that's why Splatoon has a special place in my heart too, is because. 2017. Time, 2017. Okay, yeah, so it so was five early years. on. Um, like, the Wii U one I was one of the first games I played with everybody at Geeks Under Grace, like, during one of the pledge drives and Heck stuff like yeah. that. Like, yeah. So it's got that, like, special place in my heart. So I was like, you know what? Like, it's a fun game. Like, I literally just played Splatoon and watched football all day yesterday, and it was, like, the best. Um, <laughs> it was a good way to spend a Sunday. Um, so it's, it's a fun game. Like, honestly... Yes, you do have to fork out that six that that sixty dollars again, but also it's to me it's kind of worth it, um, especially if you know you're going to be playing it, and if you have people that are going to be playing it with you. Like I don't know, I mean I play on my own and just run matches and just little games because they're so quick. But if you like it that much, then I think it's worth it. Like if you like the franchise that much. Cool. Yep. Uh, LJ, you mentioned watching some football yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Watch a little bit more football than usual, I would assume. Oh, if we're putting this in the game category... I want to throw it in there. There uh, you go. <laughs> it, to me, uh, because I came into fantasy football so late, I look at it as augmented reality. Because it kind of is. And D&D for jocks. Yeah, I mean, it's... But you're it's also like not a, watching a paladin fight their battles in real life. Like, it's a reality, but it's a game. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, it's, it's augmented reality in a way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so LJ and I and a few other uh, volunteers um, on the Geeks and Race team, we have, we started up a fantasy football league. Um, I'm super, super excited about it. We have about eight of us and uh, loving it so far. It's it's a yeah, ton of fun. Cool. We've been trying to figure out ways for the volunteers. Um, there's about 60 volunteers. And um, so we're trying to do two things, kind of like connect with everyone a little bit better and then... Um, just on a, like a fellowship level, but then on a mm-hmm. spiritual level as well. Um, yeah. and so there's been steps to, to work on that as well. Um, but yeah, these are, I'm, I'm getting to play and talk to people that I don't usually, um, get to talk with on our yeah. fantasy football league. Um, LJ is killing it. Um, I ended with like a 170 yesterday. Yeah. And are you done? Is it your, do you um, have today? I think I had a few players that play tonight, but it don't even, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's it like really doesn't. Um, I'm doing okay, not to brag. Uh, <laughs> LJ, we're going up against each other next week, so we'll see. Ooh, that's going to be good. Because I think, honestly, you and I are, like, probably... I mean, not to, like, knock everybody else, but it's, like, you and I are the ones that are, like... And maybe August are, like, probably the three that are probably going to, like, really have a good have some good matches, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I'm excited. There's a lot of people that have never played before, and so well, which is fun. Um, That's because like you know, like even though if you even though you you don't really know the players well or not, or even if you auto picked, you know, you can still kind of go check it out and like, you know, yeah, like it's, it's fun. Let's it's see a, how it it's, is, and it's it's you get to watch those numbers go up or go down in some cases. Um, LJ, you have about forty more points than I do this game. Ooh, just throw that out there. It's gonna get real anyway. next week. Um. um but yeah, yeah, it's I don't, I don't want to get we, we did it so that it's free. There was no talking. pressure to win, mm-hmm. and then um, it's getting a bunch of people that wouldn't play usually to get to play for the first time. Yeah, um, so I just think it's really cool. I don't know. Maybe next year we'll branch out um, into the actual uh, GUG community, but this year I just wanted it to make sure it was the volunteers. The volunteers got to get that involved. app is very easy to use too compared to like yeah. doing the ESPN or Yahoo. We're using. I probably should have talked about this before it actually started because now it's a little late. Uh, but we're using Sleeper. Uh, which is a really, really cool fantasy football app. Um, there are certain things that I miss from the ESPN app. I've heard yes. Yahoo's isn't great. Um, I miss I, I miss being graded on my draft. I wanted to know how well I did on my draft, and I didn't get that with Sleeper. Okay. Because I think um, one year I got a B minus, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> my favorite thing about Sleeper is that you have um, it's such a dumb thing, but I love it. Yeah. You have little mascots, and the mascots fight each other. During Mine's the taco. Yes. I made mine the so taco cool. specifically. I was like, yep, that's me. <laughs> Mine's a little cat with a sword, and I was like, that's just proper. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Anyway. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> there's your uh, not nerdy nerding out for the Oh my movie. gosh, they talked about sports. What's happening? Yeah. It's going to get worse. I got a movie to talk about later on. There was oh, a documentary. Um, <laughs> other games that I have been playing, um, cause I actually played some games this week, uh, Death Stranding. I played probably two hours of it. So I'm in the first like 1% of that game. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> nothing's happened yet. Um, I don't know if I'm going to hang on to it. The first couple I heard that it gets better are time. very linear and structured and they mm-hmm. do, it does not that it opens up necessarily, but it it does like. It, I mean, it does open up to where you do feel like you have a little freedom and can do more things. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I uh, I mean, it's a beautiful game, and the concepts are really cool and crazy. Um, I love the way that you learn how things in the world work. Um, and they kind of, they just explain things in a really uh, well-done way. Uh, but I tripped running too fast, and I don't know why, <laughs> but I was so frustrated that that's a mechanic in the game. I was like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> now somebody's uh, got to file a claim on that damage package. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't keep the work talk out of this. For those who don't know, like, so you carry the packages. That's the whole game is carrying packages from point A to point B. Um, but you have to like hold R one and L one or R two, whatever. L3, yeah, to like L2. to hold your back. Yeah, and it slows you down, yep. or you could just run and chance it, and then kind of correct yourself. Yep. Yeah, because okay. if you like, stack it, you can like lean and stuff. Uh, yeah. like, yep. The terrible, terrible mechanic. Style game. Yeah, a strand game. Strand <laughs> yep. game. I'm I'm not a fan so far, um, <laughs> but it's cool. Uh, Your brain just isn't I'm sure big that... enough. Oh, huh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wait, what? I just said your brain isn't big enough to understand oh, the yes. complexities. <laughs> the, uh, I mean, that's stranding. basically what Kojima told everybody. I mean, like, yeah. That's fine. I understand. Kojima's <laughs> brain is bigger than everybody's, so I'm just like, yeah, I don't know, bro. Like I said, the concepts are really cool, but I'm not. That, that dude's, that dude's, until, like, that dude's mind is on a whole another level exist- of existence, so, like, nobody ever yeah. understands what any of his games are. I think he started, like, Kojima Studios, right? It's going to be a movie thing. 
I think Supposedly, so. I will yeah. just wait till the movie comes out. The cast is great too. That I don't think that means he'll actually make a movie because that dude is a big cinephile and he probably won't even bother making a movie. That's why he makes games the way he makes them because he's such a movie guy that he right. won't even probably. It's a very cinematic. He'll rather experience. just leave it as a well. Somebody else will make it because somebody else is also making a Metal Gear movie. So there you go. That's all I need. I watch the um, movie. So let somebody else will make will make it. It won't be Kojima though. Uh, and now that you said that I'm not big brain enough for it, it's so funny because the other game that I played was Tony Hawk 1 and 2, which uh, takes zero thought, and <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> oh, rip. Rip. Game is fantastic. I um, mean, hey, that's why I play, like, Doom and stuff like that, is because, here, shoot something in the face. And then, yeah. I mean, you literally just, you hit a couple buttons, and then you yep. just mash and hope for the best, and um, <laughs> try to stay balanced. Um, I almost beat the game. I was trying to get all of the levels. I have two more to get um, until I've gotten that game beat. But it's cool. I, I remember playing Tony Hawk 1. Um, I'm realizing that I didn't play a lot of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Uh, I played the GTA definitely... version of 2, but I played the regular oh, version of 1. I definitely have played 2. Um, my memories aren't as fresh as Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1. Uh, I knew most of those levels still, which oh, was really dude, crazy. Oh, same. I don't remember. I don't remember like playing it that much, but seeing the levels again, I was like, I know this. Um, I played a lot of Underground and Underground Two. Underground uh, was my jam too. Yeah, the first Underground. That's the one thing that I kind of wish they would have put in this game. Um, I get that the, some people might have been mad at it, but not be able to get off my skateboard and walk around because you uh, can't in Underground. Um, just feel it would just make it so much easier sometimes. See, I had the reverse problem with, like, the game, too. Like, it felt so... Like, because I play a lot of Skate 3. Like, Skate, I've played that game so much mm-hmm. that it felt mm-hmm. weird to go back to, like, the OG Tony Hawk. I could see that. Um, the playlist, I thought was really cool for about two hours. Yep. Uh, and then I was done with it. So I have Spotify playing uh, my own Tony Hawk mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> pro skater uh, music um it's not the same songs obviously because some of them are but but there's a lot of new stuff too yeah um i noticed that it was like a new mgk song and i was like weird nobody likes Um, new mgk huh i said nobody likes new mgk (laughs) it's okay (laughs) it made sense for tony hawk i got it (laughs) um but yeah i want underground one and two to be remastered that would be great i would be up for that uh, take a lot of voice acting. I don't know if they can or not, but yeah, I don't yeah. know if they would have to relicense a lot of likenesses, especially for two. Yeah, um, but that's all. We go to Shelly. Shelly, what have you been playing? So I've been playing. I I, I was in the mood to uh, play Digimon again. So I think it was because I watched this video about um, Digimon World uh, Dawn and Dusk, and I used to own Digimon. Well. Still do. I used to play Digimon World Dawn on the DS. And I watched this video and I got really nostalgic. And then I tried to load up the game. But it's so old and it's honestly not a very good game. Like, the UI, the like you just get lost. There's no quality of life, really. It's, hard. it's like hard to do things. So I was like, well, I have the other half of the Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth duology. Right. So I have oh, yeah. um, I already beat Cyber Sleuth, but I haven't played Hacker's Memory yet. So I was like, oh, let me just start playing Hacker's Memory. So that's what I'm doing. So I'm playing through that, which um, I knew it would take at... a while. 
survive yet i know that's been out for like i haven't i should though because it's like essentially fire Emblem combined with digimon so it's like i should just get it but i haven't actually looked into it i think that like that game like i was looking forward to it and then it kept getting delayed and it kept getting delayed and then it kind of fell off my radar then all of a sudden it's out and i'm like oh yep yep that happened for a lot of people (laughs) everybody's like oh that came out Yeah, but for me, I'm kind of like, well, this is at least scratching my my Digimon itch. So I just started, yeah, but nice. um, it's already it's what's great is because uh, I have the Switch version, right? So it's both of them combined, and all of the progress. It's not Doom Game Plus, like I don't actually get to keep the Digimon that I got in my last playthrough or in my in Cyber Sleuth, but the sort of like journal, the um, were. It's like the Pokedex, but it's for Digimon, right? Like it stores all the okay. Digimon that you've seen, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so that gets saved. Oh, and what's nice. cool is that this new game also has new Digimon. So it's not like you're just rehashing and seeing all the same old ones. Like there's some new ones as well. Um, so I think it'd be fun to try to get all the Digimon unlocked just because it's essentially like doing a new game. But then, you know, it's a new story. There's new characters, things like that. So and it's it's interesting story wise, too, because it's takes place at the same time as the first game. So I keep running into my old character. Because again, that's that also awesome. they they have that information saved, so they know like for example that I use the female avatar, so they like keep having to run around. <laughs> they should um, do a Persona game like that someday. That'd be neat. That would be cool. Yeah. So I think that's kind of cool. And honestly, it's been long enough that I played um, since I played Cyber Sooth that I don't remember all of the story beats, but I do remember characters. I like recognize characters. I'm like, oh, like this, and like. Oh, like Zaxxon, like that's a hacker group or that's a this group. Like, like I'm sort of remembering some things, but I like the new characters and um, even this new protagonist already I like more than the old protagonist. The old protagonist had the personality of white bread. Like they were awful. Like <laughs> it, they literally were just a stand in and they made jokes about it. Like that was a thing. Like NPCs, like your friend would be like, it's crazy that you're so popular given you have zero personality. Like you don't uh, talk, like you don't do anything. Whereas your character. Your friend basically said you're basic. Exactly. So, like, this character, um, <laughs> and part of it I know is because you don't get to choose, like, male or female avatar. They, like, just have the male, ap- like, this male character protagonist. But honestly, mm. I'd rather, I'd prefer that, I think, than what we, what, um, Cyber Sleuth was like. Plus, their outfits were so dorky. So, <laughs> I'm enjoying my time with that so far, but that's what I'm playing. Cool. Sweet. All right, LJ, what's going on at D23 for gaming? All righty, so they had a game showcase, y'all. I thought this was awesome that they even had such a thing. Monopoly, um, they're getting control of all the markets. <laughs> well, they're actually uh, outsourcing their properties now, which is, they used to have their own studio um, back during the 360 and PS3 days and stuff like that, and so now they're outsourcing stuff. Um, so on their first... Disney console. No, don't tell them that. Not that anybody listens. <laughs> not that Disney listens to this podcast, but uh, we don't know might, that. They might make a. Um, they they might try to do that. Um, if they call it the D twenty, I'll buy it. Ah, that's that's cool. I get it. I get it. <laughs> um. All right. So the first and arguably, I think, like the. The, mo- the highlight or the thing that has everybody talking is that Amy Hennig is the creator of Uncharted and Legacy of Cain, which everybody knows are from Uncharted, but I'm, I- I'm all about Legacy of Cain. Um, that's her claim to fame for me. Uh, the, and her, uh, her and Skydance 
New Media are working on a Marvel game, which is based on Captain America and Black Panther, set in the story of, in the set in the uh, World War Two. So weird. Um. So and and so it does sound weird. So it's like I don't know how to feel about it. Um. So it's going to be Captain America, and it's not going to be T'Challa. It's actually going to be his dad, which is I think oh, that's awesome. Oh gee. Or his grandfather, I think. Let me see. Um, young Steve Rogers and oh, T'Challa's grandfather. Yep. Um, cool. Okay. Az- Azuri is his name, and you're also going to apparently it features also a soldier from Captain America's squad. I forget what it's called. Oh, um, it has it right here. Howling Commandos and one of the Dora Milaje uh, from Black Panther squad. Um. Um, love knowing the banter and things like that that occurred in like Uncharted. I think that'll be really fun. Um, from a story and character perspective, I think they could do it if they really yeah. listen to what she has to say. So, um, nobody knows what this is gonna be yet. Um, sounds cool. But uh, yeah, um, cool concept. Um, Midnight Sun's got a, a release date, uh, which is December. I think, like, way early. Oh, December 2nd, which I thought it was going to be March because they said, like, before the end of the fiscal year. Um, so I was wrong on that one. Um, the Switch version is TBD. They um, It was supposed to come out for Switch, but they said that's still to be determined. Um, the next one here, um, I am pretty happy that Tron is still getting some love because Tron Identity is a new visual adventure from... Visual novel adventure... From Ooh. Mike Bithell, who was the maker of Thomas Was Alone, and he's done he's done some other games um, at this point. Um, but uh, that's cool. Like I'm stoked for that. Like they outsourced it to like an indie dev. <coughs> um, yeah, that's exciting. So, I think Tron really needs cool. more love. So yes, it definitely does. I still want a new movie. Um, and this new co-op game, um, it's Mickey and Friends. Illusion Island, which I think is a fun callback to Castle of Illusion. Um, mm. It's announced exclusively for Nintendo Switch. It's a four-player co-op, like, platformer-looking thing. It reminds me a lot of... It looks to me like um, Rayman Legends and Rayman Origins. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. I made the joke at first from that still shot. I was like, oh, look. Somebody said, hey, no Cuphead? Let's do Cuphead. But um, <laughs> the gameplay is much different than that. Um it reminds me of old Super Nintendo, um, yeah, Disney games. Yeah, well, like that's the, the idea because um, the ones on Sega were called Castle of Illusion, and those were like really popular. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, they're actually like really Disney. Disney outsourced some really good games back in the day, um, like the Afternoon Collection and stuff like that. Um, uh, real quick, uh, Marvel is partnering with Niantic to do a AR game. <laughs> Which, I feel it's... like Niantic, Niantic pops those out, um, I feel like once a year now these Everyone days. wants to get on that Pokemon yep. Go grind. Yeah, with, like there's the Pikmin one, there's... Uh-huh. It's so weird though, because it's the same person making them every time. Yeah, it's Niantic, yeah. yeah. It's true. Niantic they kind did of Ingress and Pokemon Go. They did a Harry like... Potter one, I think, too. That's right, the Harry Potter one. So, I, it wasn't I them, but somebody else tried a Witcher one also, um, which... Uh, yeah, they're crazy. I just think conceptually um, made the most sense with Pokemon and Pokemon yeah, that works. original one, Ingress, right? Yeah, yeah. but Ingress was so I, good. Marvel, 
what? I don't know. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, Even Harry Potter, I'm like, huh? Pikmin, I can sort of maybe get to. Oh, that's right. Did they did they did the Pikmin the Pikmin one too? Yeah. With the I forgot that was Pikmin a thing. Walk or something. Yeah. That's weird. Um, Marvel Snap actually has a release date. This is a Marvel um, card game, competitive card game. Comes out October 18th. Uh, looks pretty cool. Coming to consoles or coming to um, mobile and PC. Sorry, not console. It makes me um, sad that it's not a photography game. <laughs> Pokemon Snap spinoff, but you have to get Marvel uh, characters. For the see. Daily Planet. I this game sells itself. <laughs> um, so we got news on Return to Monkey Island. We got more Aliens Dark Descent gameplay. Um the thing I'm excited about, I want to give it a shout out just because there's still still some love for gargoyles, but um kinda like the Aladdin and like Lion King and, and stuff like that, like that they just did this last couple years. Gargoyles, uh, it, the Gargoyles game from Sega Genesis is getting remastered, and apparently that's, that's cool. supposed to have like better controls and stuff like that, HD, um, which uh, that's probably a game nobody remembers, but I remember renting it from Blockbuster and thinking it was so cool. Um, so that's getting a remaster. That's pretty exciting. Gargoyles is getting some love. And yeah. then they have some updates on things like Lego Star Wars is getting a Galactic Edition which I'm sure is just going to have all the DLC, <clears throat> which is all characters you're probably never going to use. Um, let's see. Uh, Mirrorverse got some updates. Uh, what was it, that racing game you were talking about, Cody? Speedstorm. Speedstorm. That's, that's got a Monsters, Inc. Uh, content thing that they did, which it's not even out yet. I was so excited for this game, and then LJ gave me the news that it's, yep. it's a mobile game. Yes. Well, I mean, it's it coming looks... to Switch, too. It looks like it could be like a competitor to uh, Mario Kart if it wasn't a mobile game. I think it's from the Asphalt devs. I could be wrong. Um, that Avatar game is weird too. It's a mobile MMO. <coughs> oh yeah, yeah, I saw that I on there. I didn't about that. Um, it doesn't look like an MMO, or it doesn't look like then... a mobile game. Oh, the other thing on here I'll mention just because I wonder. I don't know how many uh, how much. I don't know whether our audience is like into it yet or not, but they're doing a Pixar update for um, Disney Dreamlight Valley, which just came to Game Pass this past week, um, which is like an interesting little like Stardew Valley slash Animal Crossing kind of like Sim inspired thing. It looks like um, Sims to me. Well, yeah. So it's like I say that just because it's that like life sim type of thing where, I mean, especially Stardew Valley, like I think you like build you get to build houses uh or you get to like put characters in there like you do quests so you'll go into the characters world i watched my buddy play this uh on stream yesterday um so you'll go do quests for a character in their world and they're like hey i'll come help you i'll come to your world you know um and so that's really about doing quests and doing favors for a lot of people um scrooge is the the game's tom nook basically which doesn't surprise me (laughs) Like so he funny. and like he and uh, Tom Nook probably have private poker games and cigars. Oh my and gosh! Count, and count their money <laughs> that they've that. stolen from every player, uh, every character <laughs> person. Um, every they count all the all the all their debt money. Um, so so good. that's why I was like they have private poker games and and cigars probably uh, on their on while we're not playing. Um, and so that's kind of it for the d23 gaming stuff i expected more from it i think but also i'm not entirely like i'm glad there's something basically 
I thought we would have some more cooler stuff, and some of it's kind of odd, but we'll have to see what 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 some of this ends up being. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, we'll get into movies then. Um, LJ, we start with you again. What movies have you been watching? Um, so I didn't watch anything special, but I watched a movie that's like really cla- It's a classic for me. Is um, Big Trouble in Little China, which is um. Kurt Russell. Okay. Um, uh, that's where. Um, oh gosh, what's the name? The actor. Um, that Asian actor uh, who just got a star on the Walk of Fame. Can't remember his dang name now. He's in it. Uh, I don't. Um, know. I know. I forget too. He's in Kung Fu Panda. He. I can't remember his name, but anyway, he's in it. He plays the villain. Um, but it's a really cool, like supernatural, like themed adventure. Uh, it's a good time. I, I was kind of sick most of the week, and I was like, well, I'm going to put on this movie. Like, you know when you're not feeling good and just a movie you've seen a dozen times just sounds appealing to you? Absolutely. Is it Dennis um, so... Dune? Me all huh? the time. Dennis Dune. No. James um, Hong. James Hong, I think it is. Okay. Uh, Yeah, James Hong, yes. That dude, like has been in everything um and he just got a star on the walk of fame like in the last year no um but yeah um yeah kurt russell and james hong are probably the most notable actors in that thing um but yeah that's a good classic movie that's on hulu if you uh if you got hulu so cool anyway that's it that's all i've watched so for me i watched and I'm, it kind of is going to flow between like TV and movies because we finished <laughs> what we wanted to watch of the 2003 TMNT show. Um, and to, we, we watched the essentially final like thing of that show, which is uh, it's called Turtles Forever. So it's like a movie, essentially. So we watched that. But it's like they did multiverse long before Marvel <laughs> and all these other places. And so they... The whole thing with Turtles Forever is that the 80s show Turtles come and they, they something happens. Yeah. So they're all in the same place. And like, they get, so you got like two shredders, you got eight turtles, you have um, <laughs> sometimes two splinters, that sort of thing. Or like two Aprils. And that, um, and so that's very fun. And so what we did was we obviously watched through the TMNT 2003 show, but we watched two episodes of the 80s show just to like, so I can know the characters a little bit better because they act mm. so differently. <laughs> like Raphael uh-huh. is like so different. Um, Leonardo is actually pretty similar, but it's just like so funny seeing how like goofy the 80s turtles are, as- especially in comparison to 2003 turtles. They're just like the 2003 so, turtles are almost like, they're not actually like edgy per se, but they're like in comparison, they're just like, we need to take things seriously, guys. Like this is actually a really like dangerous thing that's happening. Whereas the 80s Teen turtles Titans guys are just Titans like, oh, let's go, go get pizza. Like... <laughs> Kind of, yeah. Yeah, so it's like a really, it's a really fun movie. Um, And again, I think it does like the whole multiverse thing well, because one, there's already some really ridiculous like alien uh, time things that happen in the, um, Mm. in the show already. So you're kind of like, oh, this isn't too out of the ordinary, like this could happen. Um, So that's fun. And again, yeah, it's just, it's all very fun. It's not like too serious or too like weird, which I feel like. Again, like Marvel multiverse stuff is not that appealing to me yet. 
uh, for the most part because I don't I don't know. It's just not as fun. Like No Way Home was very fun. I think No Way Home <laughs> did it well, but I don't like some of their other. Even I don't know. before I'm just not that, the Ninja Turtles went to the Power Rangers universe. Yeah, they did. Yeah. In the that terrible that being the most... Ninja Turtle show. It was amazing though as a kid. With, with Venus, yeah. the female Ninja Turtle that nobody speaks of. It was yeah. just like it was like a it was like fan fiction, but it was like good fan fiction. Like it was like fun, so, and I was happy watching it. I wanted to show um, y'all this. Awesome. I got this a few weeks ago when Shredder's Revenge came out. I bought the box set of the classic <gasps> Ninja Turtles. Let's go for fifteen dollars at Walmart because oh the, my there's no like service you can actually watch it on. Like you have to no. pay per season. On we Amazon literally paid for. Two episodes yeah. on YouTube is what we did. It was like so two dollars an episode. Fifteen bucks. I bought this whole chunky box here. That heck yeah. That's maybe awesome. next time. Maybe next time I get sick or something. Like this will be my next binge. I love um, cool. um, the Shredders because you have like the old Shredder who's <laughs> like also just so goofy and he's Uncle just like Phil? a cheesy villain. And then there's the um, 2003 Shredders, Shredder's Uncle Phil. Yeah, and then, yeah, there's two the Shredder who's actually evil and actually bad. And the turtles from the 80s, like, don't think yeah. about that. They're just like, oh, well, you know, we've beaten Shredder before. And they're like, guys, yeah. you don't understand. He's actually, <laughs> like, a genocidal maniac. He's not, you You can't just joke around with him. Like, we have to take this seriously. So that was really fun. Um, cool. But, yeah, I'll talk more about Team NT in the actual show section. If, but it was all to lead up to watch Turtles Forever. If you aren't tired of Ninja Turtles yet or uh, before you do get too tired of it, I recommend checking out the 2007 animated movie. The one that's yeah. like being animated. Oh, really? Okay. That thing is cool. I guess it's technically more of a sequel to like the movies because there's direct references to the movies in there. Like as far oh. as like Easter eggs. Nice. Um, but the thing I like about that is that team did a pitch to Nintendo for a Zelda movie that you can find on YouTube. Oh, and, nice. Yeah. So that's the one where Ralph is angry, right? Like Ralph, well, huh? he's always angry, but like, isn't that the one where Ralph is like on his own for a bit? Ralph? Oh yeah. No. Yeah. They 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 do some cool stuff with the yeah. characters in that in that. Ralph, Ralph, same thing. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did. Yeah. Um, I did ask my husband if we were ever gonna watch the Michael Bay one movie, and he said no. We're not. We're not. We're not watching. Uh, it. Yeah, no, no, I no, like no. the first you one. Don't, you don't. Well, need those. that. I mean, okay. The That's second not really one was surprising bad. to me. There were two. <laughs> yes, there are two. Yeah, there's two. The second one's real. I didn't realize there were two. I thought there was only one. I did see yeah. the first one, and I guess it wasn't that bad, but it's like very forgettable. Like it's My like God. you can yeah. if if you're now that one, yeah, that's why I say if you're not tired of turtles yet, because I know you guys have been watching yeah. a lot of turtles. My favorite thing about those is that the turtles all look different. I thought that was really cool that they all had oh. their own unique like yeah. without their uh, color bandana. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can tell which one was which. Yeah, I don't know. They're fun. Uh, the second one's terrible. It's awful. Um, <laughs> the guy that plays Arrow is Casey Jones, and he does a terrible job. That's um, a bad casting idea. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. All right. I said that it was gonna get uh, farther away from the geek realm. My movie this week that I watched um, was called Pumping Iron. Oh. Documentary from 1977. Arnold. Yes. <laughs> About um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and then um, Lou Fregno and a few other big bodybuilders um, and their like journey to uh, becoming Mr. Olympia. And uh, so the reason that I watched it, besides I was just really bored, 
was uh, I go to the gym quite a bit. For those who don't know, um, I know can't tell, uh, but um, I go to a gym with like a lot of like bigger guys. And so one of the guys he goes to the restaurant that I work at, and he said that I had to check it out. And I thought this was a new documentary. I didn't think it was just the way that he was talking about it. <laughs> and then like Big Brother's always listening, so he talked about it, and then it popped up on my YouTube suggested. And so That's I crazy. it was a new thing because like, oh, he's talking about it. It's coming up on TV, like on YouTube. Oh, no. Um, but no, it's it's an old, old movie. It's free on YouTube, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, like legally free. Nice. Um, and yeah, Arnold is a jerk. Arnold Schwarzenegger is as full of himself as you would imagine him. Oh, being I'm sure. In his 20s. Um, <laughs> not the nicest guy. Um but what was cool outside of that is how um, community focused. I mean, dude focused. can literally terminate anybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, our gym is very, like, community focused, and everyone's really supportive of each other. And so the rest of that community felt very supportive of each other. And I thought that was really cool. Um, and the other thing that I appreciate is because the movie was so old, it's a documentary, uh, new documentaries are so much better at storytelling than mm-hmm. something like that. Like That's kind of cool. Yeah, watching that, it felt like they just filmed a bunch of stuff and just kind of pasted it together, and it didn't really tell a story. It was just kind of like they filmed when they could and got bits and pieces. And just cut it together. Yeah, um, whereas newer documentaries, I feel like they really have a, a beginning and an end, and they tell a story. and they Yeah, there's a uh, narrative to it, yeah. Yeah, have a point to make. Um, whereas one didn't, it was just kind of showing you what it was like to try to be Mr. Olympia. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's what I watched. It was weird. Um, not at all what I expected it to be. That's cool. But yeah, I don't recommend it to anyone who, like, unless you really care about weightlifting, <laughs> uh, you're gonna probably find it pretty boring. But yeah, that's that's my movie. We'll get into Beetle. the movies news from D23. Getting back into it. Uh, go ahead, Jelly. There's a lot, so we're not really going to deep dive into any of them, except for one, maybe. Get it? <laughs> we're talking about dive. The Little Mermaid. Dive. Um, <laughs> we're going to... Mean... Uh, we got our first trailer I mean, for even the, the trailer isn't a deep dive. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how deep yeah. we can get into this. Um, not but... under the sea deep. Not, yeah, not even so 16 under. It's, it's true. It's, it's very short. It's more of a teaser than anything. Not even 20,000 leagues. Um... I feel like as far as my excitement for this movie goes, I haven't been excited about any sort of like live action Disney movies, um, remakes, I should say, like 2D remakes into live action. But I feel like on paper, Little Mermaid, I should be more excited about it. Slash, I think it's, I never really cared about the original Little Mermaid. Like, I don't really have much nostalgia for it. I always prefer watching other Disney movies over the little mermaid personally it's not like a bad movie but i just i don't have that sort of connection for it so for me i'm kind Mm -hmm. of like well i feel like i could definitely see this being a remade live action movie i think that's something that could happen i think it'd be really cool i think you could do some really fun stuff with the underwater Mm -hmm. sequences um i think you could have fun just like yeah just like a lot of fun and like a lot of color and a lot of building that kingdom um, i think would be cool like to see a live action version of that kingdom Totally, yeah. We already so, have Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to watch Aquaman. I don't want to watch Aquaman, so I won't. But um, but anyway, that's kind of what I was thinking. But then watching the 
trailer, I'm a little disappointed already. It looks pretty bland and washed out. Somehow more washed <laughs> out than I would think. Um, I know for underwater, but it looks um, like the Lion King. Yeah, it's and, and like I think Ariel actually she looks wonderful. Like I love her tail. Like I love I don't know she looks great. I have no complaints about her. I but just I think she, that scene literally looks like it's gonna be the same exact thing again. Unfortunately, you know. Yeah, and it's um it's what's funny is that when she's actually singing and you see it looks like a stage play. It kind of does. Which, that in itself isn't necessarily a bad thing, because I do like yeah. stage plays. But like if like, they leaned into that. If yeah. they leaned into that, that could be cool. But I know they're not, because that's sort of, that's a practical effects thing, where they're, yep. they have the lighting and they have the like the rock. Like It makes you rather just watch a play version of Little Mermaid instead of like <laughs> all this other stuff. It's, it's like, again, yeah, like you're saying Lion King, I'm just like... What's it gonna look like? What's it gonna look like? What's Sebastian gonna look like? What's I'm just you taking know, all the emotion out of it? It's of yeah, character. it's like the the fish aren't probably gonna look that amazing because they just look like I mean you even saw like fish. some turtles and stuff. They just look like regular. Which sure, yeah, that's what they look like in real life. But it's just it's kind of boring. It doesn't look very full of life. I just thought they could really go hard with like the colors of the coral and like I'm afraid of what of they're gonna do all to this stuff. I was reading. I think it was yeah. about Pinocchio. And an article, I can't remember the author, um, said that he called it an exercise. It's like an exercise they're doing, taking all their animated movies and making them live action. And it's like, it's not necessarily good. It's just like yeah. a, almost like it's a create, like practice and creativity for them to yeah. just replicate into live action, which, cause I'm sure that takes a lot of work and a lot of, um, creativity to do, but it's just like, yeah, nobody wants like... it. It's just like an exercise. Mm-hmm. I still think again. I, I still think this could be, there could be more worth to this one than the Li- the Lion King remake or the Mulan thing that they did. Um, they're actually another thing that was announced uh, from D twenty three among so many other things was actually um, a Snow White live action. I think that could really benefit from something too. It's like Cinderella. It's like especially can, if they're old it's enough. Old enough. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. old enough. It's old enough thing that you could do some really cool creative stuff with live action. I mean, hey, I remember Snow White and the Huntsman. Not very good <laughs> movies, but they're fun because they yeah. take this concept and they throw in real life and do a bunch of crazy stuff with it. And again, they're not really good movies, but I, I still kind of like them for some reason. I just they're I fun like the movies. yeah, I liked the uh, what they were kind of going for. They just kind of wanted to try mm. that sort of like darker thing. But um, all this being said. I am on paper more excited for Little Mermaid, especially in comparison for the other real uh, sort of like live action remakes they've been doing. But I'm disappointed in the teaser um, simply because or the trailer simply because I would have wanted the the underwater sequences to look nicer. And so far, they don't look very nice. So Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit sad about that. Um, But we'll see. Could totally change. Could be totally different. Um, What's also really funny is if you go see the Little Mermaid trailer on YouTube um, the comments are so funny because they're all just like <laughs> Sebastian said. Um, oh gosh, it's like there's a bunch of Star Wars references. <laughs> she goes, and then she says, <laughs> "I'm all the ridiculous." It's yeah. it's or you know someone's like when Sebastian said like, "Oh, this is an Avengers level threat." Like <laughs> all the comments are just like that, and they're just really funny. Um, I don't really know why, but I think maybe maybe some people started doing it. Then they just turned to copy pasta, and they just everyone started doing it. I don't know. I think it's pretty funny though. It's but it's also funny. like 
clearly no one cares. Clearly no one that is that is that interested in these movies anymore because we've been fed the same stuff over and over, like with Aladdin, with yeah, Mulan and I'm just gonna Lion read King. one more for you. I love Ariel's song, I'm a man of constant sorrow in this trailer. It gives me yes. chills. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, <laughs> the moment when Ariel said you should have gone for the tail. You should have gone your fingers for the wiping tail. out half of the universe. <laughs> okay. Anyways, <laughs> we can move on. I was but just like it's it's amazing. pretty fun. So we got I'll a trailer like for that. Things. Um I'll go ahead and sort of talk about the rest of the other things that were announced, at least most of them, because I'm sure I've missed something. Um, but as far as movies go, we have Elemental. So that's something we've actually talked about on the podcast before. So it's going to be this fire girl and this water boy. And, oh, they're pretty different, but they're going to have to work with Shark each other boy and love somehow. Girl. Shark boy and love girl. But it's also like the, it's so funny because... Um, Adam Sandler's going to be in it? You said water boy. Cool math games. <laughs> like retweeted this and like because they're the ones that made that game where or that have that host that game i don't think they made the game that you that you referenced that i referenced uh, like way before it was it's uh, i think it's a fire boy and water girl i think they kind of switched the genders there but i just thought that was funny and i was like haha i called that first like i i saw i see you cool math uh cool math games i see you um i love cool math games so there's that so that's a it's definitely 3D animation. I don't remember if it's Pixar or not. Um, but we also have a announcement for Inside Out 2. So we are getting a sequel, which is like pretty significant because a lot of those movies just don't get sequels. For better or for worse. You know, usually for better, I would say. But yeah. I think Inside Out 2... I don't know. It could be interesting. I mean, she's probably going to be older. She's probably going to have other stuff she's dealing with. And she's going to have like weird emotions with it. So it's going to be interesting to see how that... I watched that movie at a really bad time. Yeah. And I don't know if I can go back. Oh no, it's like yeah. It was, I it was dumb. Uh, it was around the time when my mom was like battling cancer and all that, and I was like, this movie's too real and emotional for yeah. this right now. I'm like, I'm never gonna Whoa. be able to watch it again. And I feel like it's gonna get. It's already <laughs> like fairly mature for what it yes. is. I feel like it's just gonna have to get even more mature. I mean, literally, yep. Riley's gonna be older and like yep. dealing with more mature things. So yep. I'm. Curious to see how that will go. I mean, Inside Out is a good... Again, I think as far as sequels go, I think it's a good one you can make a sequel of because the brain is so... Um, they could just do so much there, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, there's that. There's also going to be a movie called Wish um, that's going to be about uh, the origin of a wishing star. And I don't quote me on this, but I heard a rumor that that one might be 2D animation, animated, which if that that's true, cool. I'm going to be really, really excited about it. If it's not true, I'll be just regular excited about Did it. Did we mention Mufasa? So that's another one. That's another one. Mufasa is going to be in the same style as The Lion King, but it's going to be a prequel. I want it 2D. And it's about even Mufasa. Just, even if it was Frozen style animation, I don't want live action. See, I like the idea of a prequel to something that's already been made. You know, yeah. like yeah, I just think um, they could have done that. that story. I just don't want yeah. that medium. Yeah, I see what you mean. You've seen the medium; you already don't like it. It's kind of like, yeah, yes. I mean, they should be doing more original things. So technically, this is an original thing, kind of. Yeah. I mean, it's not purely original, but it's just gonna be so like. Okay, think about it, because there's already the regular Lion King that already has items. a sequel and already has an in between quill. You know, Lion King yeah. one and a half, and now okay. you're gonna Wait, have yeah. the Lion King which we already have the sort of like weird CGI one, but then we're having a prequel to that one. And so it's like, 
I don't understand how the sequels and the prequels and everything like what's the canon work. What's the canon? <laughs> yeah. That and then there's also the show, right? Disney's... Yeah, there was a show. I think the show oh, breaks canon to one and a half. So I'm just like a little confused, but I guess if anything, maybe they really, really liked that style. Maybe Disney's like, man, that was there such we, a success. We gotta keep Disney doing messing that. with canon again. Um, better to do. <laughs> Although, I, yeah, I will be honest. I do think it is better for them to try something new with an entirely new prequel, with an entire new story, rather than actually do try to get, like, again, mm-hmm. like, Lion King 2 spruced up or spruced they, down. They should have yeah. led Depending. with Mufasa instead of... I would have been okay with this medium for Lion yeah. King 1.5. If they would have remade Lion King 1.5... Oh, my gosh. ...with this medium... That would Yeah. Anyway. Um, so that's kind of weird. I don't know how I feel about that. It's like, I'll never, I already know. I'm never going to watch the newer Lion King. Like, I already know that. So it's like, Mufasa, yeah. I guess I could, but I'm also like, I don't know. I just don't know how to feel about it. I guess I don't feel as bad as the reg- regular Lion King, I mean, though. Because you could watch it without watching the new Lion King. Exactly, yeah. Because it's literally it's a shot-for-shot remake. Same. Yeah. True, true. It okay. is. Minus um, the good so, parts. Yeah, so there's Mufasa. There's also going to be a movie called Elio, which I believe is Pixar, and it's going to be like a sci-fi movie, which is exciting. Um, they, I know they already have like a sci-fi-ish movie coming out soon. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Not so Outer cool. Worlds, but Outer Worlds esque. Strange yeah. Worlds, Odd Worlds. Yeah, Strange World, Strange Worlds. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Um, that they keep going into like maybe they're finally realizing how much creativity they can you know throw into. They're sci-fi. trying. That's kind of cool. Um, I already mentioned the Snow White live action, so that's something they also announced. They also gave us a trailer for Disenchanted, which I did watch, which looks pretty cool and interesting. Looks pretty cool and interesting. That's a movie I don't have much nostalgia for either. I really liked Enchanted. I like Enchanted a lot, so I will almost definitely be watching Disenchanted. Um, It looks, it's like 15 years in the future, which is crazy. And um, they... I think the premise is like they're they moved out of the city because they want a more fantasy life or whatever, but it's still not really cracking up to what it what they want. And so um, Giselle does this um, spell to try to like make their life better, but it like totally backfires. And I think it's turning into like she may become a villain, which is like very interesting. So all pretty much all of it seems really interesting. It's just like they're all really old, like Amy Adams. And Amy Adams doesn't even look that old. It's her, um, it's the guy. It's the, I don't remember the actor's name. I don't even remember. Marsden? The, he just looks so old. Um, Mar- is it Mar- Marsden, right? He played in I think so. And then, um, no, him. no, it's not him. It's not him. No? No, it's not Jason. No. It's, uh. I thought that was him, unless he was in another movie. Though. Oh, no, I never it's got someone this. Else. Patrick Dempsey. Yeah, Patrick Dempsey. Oh, I'm thinking, I'm probably thinking of another movie. He just looks so old, and it's also weird because, like, they're carrying around, like, a baby, essentially, and I'm just like, okay, but you guys are so old. But then they also have their daughter, right, or his daughter still, and she's, like, way older because it's 15 years later. And so that family dichotomy makes me question a little bit, but maybe they'll explain it in the movie, or maybe it's just something I'll have to accept. But either way, um, that's very fun. Uh, Oh, my Rudolph is also going to be in it, so she's she's very fun. I like my Rudolph a lot, so I think that movie has promise. Okay, Marsden was in it. I thought that was him still, but yeah, he's not. the he um, was in the first one. He's the prince. He's the okay. yeah. 
So, and he'll be back. He will be back in this next movie as well. But yeah, he's not the main oh, male okay, okay. protagonist, if that makes sense. Or love interest really is. Yeah, so that's word. how much I paid attention to the first one. Then. And Dini Menzel's also <laughs> in it. So like she's coming. So they're bringing all the same actors back, which is really exciting. But they're all just really old. And I'm just like, okay, like, make it work. <laughs> they will, maybe. Um, and then we also have a trailer for Hocus Pocus 2, which is kind of what you would expect is like, they're, they're back. They're back yeah. and they have to figure out how to get rid of them and now they're like dealing with like more modern technology and they're just messing around but this is exactly what you would have wanted from a hocus pocus too because that's all hocus pocus one was anyway so it doesn't look like they're really going to be diverting anything or subverting expectations it's just going to be your wacky witches doing wacky witch stuff um and i might have missed something but those are like the main sort of more disney related things that they announced but we also have some marvel stuff to talk about Ooh, um yeah. so for example they uh, announced the lineup for the thunderbolts so if you don't know the thunderbolts there's kind of like a it somewhat reminiscent of the avengers it's just like another group of superheroes or of heroes people of super people because heroes is maybe not even the right term yeah, um, kind of like a suicide squad kind of yeah but like for marvel so um the lineup for the Thunderbolts. I just don't like that name, but I know that's just a classic Marvel name. I know that's that's not like Disney came up with it. Marvel came up with it. Thunderbolt Ross. Yep. Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah. But he's not even in it. He's not that even in it been. because it's MCU. He would. He would. So that's been. what's weird. He would have been. Um. So we got Red Guardian, Yelena, and Taskmaster, all from Black Widow. So if you liked Maybe that no movie, liked. which I know no one <laughs> did, um. Well, I like Yelena. I really, really like Yelena. I love Florence Pugh. I think she's like Yelena because yeah. of Hawkeye. Yes, and hurt, Spoilers and that too. No, 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 that too. <laughs> I I love her a lot. She's like my favorite of this entire group. So, but it's also just really funny. I'm like, why would you also have Red Guardian Taskmaster? Yeah. Sure, okay. Um, they're gonna have Ghost. Um, she was the antagonist in Ant Man and the Wasp. If you don't remember, I think that could be cool. That one makes sense. Which she, I think she is a pretty cool and interesting character. Mm-hmm. So I think that can work. We also have the U.S. agent, um, who is in Falcon the Winter Soldier, who everyone also just like doesn't like and. Yeah, but I don't knew like it was him. He's a character yeah. you love to hate, though. Yeah, so he'll be there. So he's already kind of like a weird pseudo Captain America, but we're also having everyone's favorite, Bucky Barnes. So yeah, actual Winter Soldier. He That's weird. Who, I, I he's my he's my actual favorite of the group, but it's like also just so. How is this gonna he, work? He may be it, there against his will. I think the fact that Abomination, and I'm still not convinced that Abomination is not part of it. I think that yeah. Um, not to give too much away from She-Hulk, but I think it would be kind of a spoiler from She-Hulk if uh, he was announced. Yep. Um, I we don't see. know where he's I at see. in the show. I mean, I mean, even we still don't really know like where the show is at right now. We still don't know if what's going to happen with Abomination or if he's going to even be back. Yeah. So it's like I think if they do so, have something planned, if they if they have something planned, is what you're saying, then they wouldn't want to, to spoil that, that yeah. in a shot like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and then Zemo. I can't believe Zemo's not in it. That makes no sense to me. Zemo, oh my gosh, I perfect. love Zemo. I think he's so boot, funny. Boot Taskmaster and replace Guardian and Zemo. With or replace and Guardian Zemo. and Bucky with uh, Abomination and Zemo. Yeah, I think it'd be perfect. Yep. Yep. So that's Thunderbolts lineup. Again, I'm just like, haven't been caught up with MCU stuff. I still haven't watched Miss Marvel. I still haven't watched She Hulk. And so all of this news, I'm kind of, it's, it's kind of going in one ear out the other for me personally. But yeah. who knows? Maybe it could be good. It's at least they're not trying to bring back the actual Avengers again because well, there's really nothing left of the Avengers. And I'm glad they've acknowledged yeah. that. It's just, I kind of thought yeah. they would do more with 
um, new actual Captain America, a.k.a. Falcon, and mm-hmm. Hawkeye, or at least not necessarily Hawkeye, oh, but yeah. um, um, the girl. Oh. Kate Bishop. Yeah. Yeah. Kate Bishop, yeah. And... Yeah, like Miss Marvel and stuff. I don't know. And Moon Knight, right? Like, I'm so invested in Moon Knight. So I'm, I'm like, watch I'm, I'm looking at these characters. I'm, I'm, I'm like, waiting I don't for a Midnight better. Suns situation. I don't know if it'll be Midnight Suns gotcha. for sure. But I assume. There has to be my My intuition says that they're going to have some kind of mystical team up, and Wong is going to be yeah. the Nick Fury of that. Ooh. Oh, that'd be okay. so Okay, oh, I can look forward if, to that. Oh, if Wong. Because this started... is definitely. If this Wong is definitely. Started, like a new Midnight Suns or Defenders. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So that would be exciting for me personally. I think that could, then like um, Shang Chi, I think maybe would even be part of that, like with the ten things and stuff. Like that'd be like that's what I. Those are the characters I care more about. Like I still really care about Bucky Barnes and I care about Elena, but all these other characters, I'm like, "Eh, I don't really care that much. And they're all just so. It's it's so funny because even this article I'm reading, um, uh, Kevin Feige literally said says a lot about the Thunderbolts when the beloved Winter Soldier is the most stable among them, which I'm like. That's true, actually. Like, they're all having their... <laughs> they have a lot of trauma, collectively. They have a lot mm-hmm. of problems, so... The, sh- the um, movie will just be them during a therapy session. Honestly, <laughs> they all need it. They do. <laughs> they do. They do. So, um, that would be great. It's all a team bonding exercise. That would be phenomenal. So, um, but that's... <laughs> again, I might have missed something, because D3 just announced so many things. I think there's some original... Um, movies coming straight to Disney Plus, for example, but I didn't really talk about those. Um, just a lot of things. So, but mm. we can move on to TV. Cool. All right, LJ. Me and you watch Cobra Kai. I don't. How far are you in Cobra Kai? I am episode seven. Episode seven. I think so. Yes. Dang. Okay, I'm on like episode two. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's yeah, really good. They, so far, it's been great. There are times I love, I mean, I don't know, like, there's certain things you'd expect them to just up and do, and then there's other, I feel like it's subverting expectations as we got so comfortable with them having to, like, have a fight about everything, mm-hmm. that that isn't always the case so far. Yeah, this, I've actually already season, had something like that where I'm like, oh, which, I see where this is going, I love and then that. it didn't go like, that direction. I really do. Yeah. And that's not really a spoiler, it's just something that I feel like... Honestly, I feel like the writing is really good in this one so far. Whereas, like, the the previous season, they just hammed it up. They just went all out, you know? Like, yeah. It's just how ridiculous um, can we be? Yes. Yep. Yeah, because my mom and my stepdad checked out after the double KO thing, after the tie thing, and mm-hmm. they never went back. Because <laughs> even that's where I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but... So can't um, be. Yeah, it was... But I really like the writing this season. I mean, cool. it's still campy. Yeah. yeah, definitely so far. Um, yep. And the other thing that we've been both been watching, I'm going through to see, uh, Rings of Power. Uh, Stick into that. I have it's... not yet watched the newest episode. It's good. I haven't, I, don't know. I haven't watched the newest episode yet. Oh, I've, okay. I mean, I've watched th- up to three episodes, I think, because now there's a fourth. Um, Are there four? Yeah, because episode two came out the day after episode one. Right. I, well, I watched episode. I watched episode nope. one and two, but I haven't well, watched episode three. Was there a fourth? I yeah, think. I don't think there's a fourth episode. I think there's only three. Oh, uh, I'm confused. Um, is there one, one and two came out about a week ago, and then oh, uh, maybe I watched them far apart. Maybe I watched them far apart to where I thought. I'm curious now, but anyway, I haven't watched. Maybe it is just three. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, because that was weird because they did the Thursday night thing and then they put an episode out Friday as well. Well, it has, I know. That's what I got excited about. It was So what happened there, I see what you're th- saying. They mm-hmm. said that they released two episodes on Thursday. And yeah. they said new episodes every Friday. And I'm like, so we're getting one tomorrow? But we never yeah. got one the next day. We had to wait a week. Did we? I thought we did get one the next day. No. Or I'm an episode it, behind. I'm looking because I got to look now. Because I remember, I remember saying, like, wait, there's a new episode out on, like, Saturday or something. And I was like, yeah, apparently that was the case. Um, I got to look. <laughs> Anyways, I, uh, I'm really liking it so far. I know a lot of people don't like it. Um. And there's, I get people that are like, know the Semerillion and they're like, oh, oh it's not I stopped listening to book, like, not, no offense. I stopped listening to book fans a long time ago because that's just toxic. The what? Like, there's, like, book fans of people that oh, are like, so yeah. dedicated to the books. Oh, I see. I'm like, mean. I just stopped listening to them. <laughs> um, I think that that's because when Shadow of War was out, there's people that were. Which, that's a straight-up fan fiction, Lord of the Rings fan fiction, you know? Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I understand people that, like, it's not living up to that, and, like, the histories are different and all of that. Um, Wait, is there? I can kind of get behind that, but, like, so many of the people that don't like it are for, like, really racist reasons sometimes. I was like, I don't understand how people can be this vocally, like, and blatantly um, just racist about it. I don't know. Uh, I just find that odd that people can do that in today's age, I guess. Um, I would say my thing is tone and my tone. I always have an issue with tone anymore. And I don't know if maybe it's just me or, um, if I've got like a valid reasoning here, but I, I feel like rings of power feels very, um, serious and game of thronesy in some oh. places, but then it'll get really family friendly comedy like the so did they really... skip? Did they skip Excuse a week me. then? Did they skip this Friday then? No, I'm confused. <laughs> so they released the first two Thursday. Oh, they said new episodes Friday, but they didn't release Friday. They released the following Friday, which would have been last Weird. Friday. Okay, because I didn't watch. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, I definitely didn't watch one that would have came out this weekend. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's where I was three. off. Yep. Yes, there's um, three episodes. But tonally, that's my my thing. Is sometimes it looks very Game of Thronesy um, in a good way. I mean, like it yeah. looks very serious and um, impressive, and then the comedy feels very like kids movie. There's parts that I really like, but I'm also looking for a reason to be hooked still. Yeah, that's you. Um, I'm not completely sold on the politics of it all. Uh, it doesn't seem very. I don't know. Um, it, it doesn't have the the political drive that Game of Thrones does. And I hate to compare it to Game of Thrones so much, but I mean, what are you going to do? They came out at the same time. Yeah. Uh, you got the House of the Dragon that's doing amazing on the political uh, spectrum of things. And then you have Rings of Power, which is a much more broad story. And they have a lot of characters that I'm sure will kind of come together at some point. Uh, but as of right now, it's hard to kind of care about any of them, except um, for a couple. Uh, there are some scenes with one of the elves that is really cool. Uh, 
yeah kind of excited and, to see and, his journey and i feel like i don't know these characters yet to care about them i guess is where i'm at because they want you to be like oh hey here's this person but it's like okay well give me tell me who they are and give me a reason why i should care right now right yeah yeah um racist critiques are weird um also i someone had said and i can kind of see it from the first two episodes they were like all the men in this are dumb or cowardice and uh i've seen that in like three different places and that's not the case there's a really cool male character um who's definitely not a coward he's he's super cool um mm-hmm. i think that's a weird i it's weird to me that there is a um the main character is a woman and so therefore all of the men are stupid uh terrible <laughs> i don't know just people are crazy I don't know. anyways that's where i land on that um so i'm gonna make someone mad i know um i saw some of that in our own community uh but that, that's the thing where i'm like the internet like people just can't let people enjoy things these days too yeah you know so it's just like you know like and so i think once like once we get a few more episodes in I think we can start to kind of figure out where, but I feel like it's still too early to really yeah, say definitely. it. Cool. Um, I think that's all that I really watched. Um, I've also been watching the house of the dragon and that is a, uh, it's more game of Thrones. So if you don't like game of Thrones, you will hate house of the dragon, <laughs> but I love the political game of Thrones that it is. Ah. <laughs> uh, um, i watched scrubs when i was sick and that's kind oh, of nice half of it i was probably asleep for but like i love scrubs um though. that show moves really fast in season one as far as like plot stuff mm-hmm. um which i think is cool like i'm like wow like this because a lot of comedies and sitcoms like i feel like especially around that time and like stuff that had already been out before that like kind of sat on different plot lines and things like that and different relationships between two characters. But that show moves through some stuff like pretty fast in the first season. And I like that. Cool. I'm, I'm still in season two because it's a 25 episode series or yeah. 25 episode season, I think for each one. So one of my favorite shows of all time. That's really good. I'm liking it a lot. And Shelly, you said you're almost with your Ninja Turtles. Or you are yeah. Done. So, so what we did is we, um, watched all the way through season four and then because what i didn't really realize is that after season four um season five apparently is not very good so we didn't really watch season five um they also changed the animation style oh, weird. which is really yeah. weird um and they they changed it pretty drastically um so what we did do is we wa- we did watch the last episode um which was very fun to watch because it was just the last episode and it's like just this big fight um like every all your characters all your favorite characters are there so it's very fan servicey um so that was very fun and then yeah as i mentioned before we also watched just two episodes of the original tmnt which was also very fun um and poor april is just <laughs> not and she's just a plot device she's just they yep. save her every time they even made a joke about that in turtles forever the movie they're just like we we have to save her at least once a day <laughs> even in the video games that's all you do in all the old so, video games is save april which i appreciate that she uh, which is one kind of funny given how she's like a playable character with her 80s self like it's the 80s a- mm-hmm. april neil um in both nickelodeon nickelodeon our style oh my gosh i cannot speak nickelodeon all-stars and the Shredder's revenge 
Because mm. you're like, wow, if she could fight like this oh. in these games, she should have been able to defend herself in all the shows, right? That reminds me. I mean, it's been weeks now, but I did get the Kawabunga collection as well, too. Heck, that was yeah. Collection. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. But that, I was um, like, oh, I remember I got that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's that's good. But um, it, it makes me appreciate the April of 2003 a little bit more because she's, mm-hmm. like, really smart and she, like, kind of picks up some of the... She gets to learn some, like, martial arts from Splinter, so that's kind of fun. Like, she's an actual character in 2003 where it mm-hmm. sounds like in the original she was just a plot device, so that's kind of unfortunate. But, I think um, in, the Nickel- in the new Nickelodeon one, or not, like, the newest one, but in one of the others, like, she ends up learning a lot from the Turtles, too, from, like, yeah. a lot more fighting yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it's cool. Um, and also, I just love her and Casey Jones so much. Um... I, I shipped them so hard. They're my... They were no TP. Big fan of them. Casey Jones is great. Casey Jones is my favorite character, just in TNT. <laughs> like, I think I'm going to go with him for Halloween. <laughs> nice. I probably will. I think I'm going to be I've... Casey Jones, and I think my husband's going to be Raphael. And he's probably going like to get, like... I really enjoy his, like, live-action movie version, too, then. Like... Yeah. Yeah. So... Classics. Um, but yeah, the original E show was... Is, it was fun to watch as well, and I definitely understood why, you know... When it came out, people really, really loved it. But I think for me personally, you know, just walk through watching through two thousand three, like that's what I'm used to. That's sort of like what I see as the turtles. Um, mm-hmm. So both cool sees are like, how did they change the characters? What are similar differences here? Like they don't talk about pizza nearly as much in the two thousand three version as they do in the original eighties. So that's oh, just yeah. something. <laughs> but um, because we did kind of like finish that, um, we're on the Teen Titans, so we finally started watching Teen Titans again. So we only are a couple nice. episodes in. But um, it has actually been a long time since I've watched Teen Titans. So what's interesting is is especially seeing the differences between another show that came out at the same time, another superhero teenage show, TMNT. They both came out in 2003. Right. And like it's oh, yeah. crazy to see the differences because like TMNT is very like, there's a lot of good action and there's lots of fights. And um, there's a lot of like conflict between the turtles and like oh they can't be seen by the public because everyone would be freaked out by them but they have to save the city and they have to do all these things and it's like a pretty typical like stereotypical um it's not a very surprising soundtrack it's a soundtrack that very much fits the turtles um you kind of mm-hmm. have those guitar riffs but it's also just like you know regular kind of suspense or regular things um whereas like teen titans is like so much more stylistic than i remember like i know it's so anime influenced like i know i already that's something i for for sure, mm-hmm. already still remembered, um, which I still love. But it's like the face animations are just like so expressive because of that. Like they just yeah. are, they have so much. They're so willing to just like make things that <laughs> animate things in a way that doesn't make sense in order to like show off more emotion. Oh, when um, they do like the monkey noises of like dumb stuff like that too is like hilarious. Like, yeah, and the just the entire city and and the backgrounds is all very stylistic, and um, there's just really no like conflict between you know teen titans versus the general public like they just go to a party in episode two which i do remember but like what i kind of <laughs> forgot is that like they're not treated at like celebrities or anything they're treated like regular people um and so there's not any of that weird conflict that again like team and t has where it's like oh well, we can't be seen by the public because like we have to stay secret we have to stay in the sewers but teen, teen titans are just like eh, we just exist here we're just gonna go get pizza like we're just gonna like you know <laughs> exist here like it's so much more focus on like the characters in and their like sort of relationships with each other which is like mm-hmm. what i remember and what i really liked about the show but there's really that much not much action the um soundtrack is surprisingly a lot jazzier than i remember like i don't really remember it being jazzy 
But I don't really remember what it was in general. So, like, that's also very fun. Um, and granted, it's just still season one we're getting through. So it could actually even change over the seasons in ways I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I'm still really liking it, obviously. Like, it's still one of my favorite childhood shows. That, so I'm excited to continue watching through. But it's just been interesting to see the differences um, between this show. And, again, another teenage superhero kind of related show that came out the same year. So, but, yeah. All right, well, we will get into uh, the TV then. I'm trying to make sure that we didn't miss anything. Yeah. Um, There's so much, so much. G23. Uh, The first thing we'll do is Marvel, I guess. Uh, We got a trailer for Secret Invasion. (laughs) It's probably the best-looking trailer we've gotten for a Disney Plus show so far. It looks good. It looks the most like a Marvel thing. It reminds me of Winter Soldier. And Shelly, you had said this, too, that it gives you Winter Soldier vibes. Yes. Um. Even more so than Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is kind of funny. Um, it just has that spy espionage um, feel to it, which I think is what it's going to be, right? It's going to be, was it Mission Impossible where they have like the fake faces and they're, nobody's yes. really seen they are? I think that's yep. exactly what this Very show is Very Mission be. Impossible in that, in that way, yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited for it. I think it'll be really cool. I know that this is supposed to be the big crossover event, so we'll see how crossover-esque it is. They didn't really showcase a lot of crossing over i love that um in the trailer but we'll see i mean we got war machine i was kind of a surprise right off the bat um, i wonder if that's gonna tie into armor wars somehow i bet it does i don't think it's connected uh and then i only did like a few of the big things that really kind of stuck out to me so it was that and then it was star wars um for marvel they released a lot of trailers and stuff but they didn't release it to the public it's just like stuff that was showcased at the actual event Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a bunch of headlines, but there was nothing that we could actually see um, publicly. Star Wars, we got three trailers, though. We have the Tales of the Jedi, which is the Clone Wars, uh, Bad Batch animators. Um, but it's kind of like an anthology of in-canon stories mm-hmm. about like Count Dooku before he was Count ooh. Dooku. Yeah, watching that well, kind of gave me chills. I was like, ooh, are we actually going to see this? Like, this is going to be cool. Yeah. Um, we got to see Qui-Gon Jinn in his younger years. Mm-hmm. I thought that was yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah. I'm excited for it. I think it looks really cool. Um, I think it looks fun. I never watched Clone Wars, but I loved Into the Bad, or Into the Bad Batch. I loved cool the Bad Batch. That um, I even saw, like, there's a, because you see Ahsoka, right? And she's, like, training. Mm. She does, like, kind of the spinny thing. Um, I saw a video where someone took, uh, she does the exact same sort of spin move in one of the episodes, one of the last episodes of Clone Wars, maybe even the mm-hmm. last episode or one of the last two. Um, and I'm just like, oh, like, let's go. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> there was, I, on that note, there was, um, a thing that was talking about how, um, this trailer already shows that she was completely prepared for Order 66. Um, it was the, oh, I can't remember, they called it the Death Circle, Death it's the stormtroopers and they like mm-hmm. surround you and uh he literally taught ahsoka how to avoid that um and how to get out of that over and over before order 66 happened so That's it's like awesome. did he know at that point that he would be training her to get out of those i don't know um but yeah i don't know a lot of cool stuff there really really excited and then uh mandalorian looks like more mandalorian it looks like it's a little bit more focused Mm. on mandalore which could be really cool uh yeah i love that the one line that i don't understand in this and maybe i'm wrong here but they're like what grogu you didn't think that there was only one mandalorian did you and it was like he met 
everyone already. Like, he knows there's more Mandalorians. I didn't get that line. Uh, maybe I'm missing something. Does, does, I don't know if Grogu actually does meet the other Mandalorians or not. I mean, I know he meets, like, Bo-Katan and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. It's interesting. Like, I don't know. We'll see. I, uh, I'm kind of excited. It looked like Bo-Katan was on the throne. Maybe there'll be some fight there for, for the throne. So, what I love is that before I, before I watched Mandalorian, I hadn't finished Clone Wars yet. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, ooh, like, maybe they are, like, the rogue Mandalorians, you know? Like... You know, but having watched um, Clone Wars, now I see the other side of it, and I'm like, ooh, like this is their claim. Like she's right, you know, like because mm-hmm. they they literally fought for that in Clone Wars, and I was like, okay, yeah, Bo-Katan, yeah, she's they're they're the good guys. So this cultish version of the Mandalorian thing maybe isn't the right way. Yeah. It's cool, but it maybe isn't the right. Maybe it isn't. It's also cool because <laughs> I feel like it's gonna finally like I. F- Obviously, we all love, you know, Baby Yoda, right? We all love Grogu, mm-hmm. um, and I do too. Don't get me wrong, but I think the original sort of idea with the the Mandalorian, the people, the reason people were really excited in the first place, is because they want to know more Mandalorian lore, especially after yep. Clone Wars and, um, yep. you know, Boba Fett. Everyone liked Boba Fett, right? At least before the show Book of Boba Fett. Um, so I think that's sort of the original intention was people want more stuff about Mandalore and stuff about Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. And now we're like really leaning into that. And that's mm-hmm. very exciting. I think personally. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think agree. it's going to be a good season. Um, we have Andor, which I really didn't need a trailer trailer for Andor. Um, I'm going to watch the show. So <laughs> it comes yeah. out like September 21st. <laughs> Don't need more episodes. Same. Yeah. I mean, it's it was soon. good trailer. I'm excited for it. Um, but I just thought it was kind of weird to, to release one. Um, I guess it makes sense. I feel like maybe they maybe they felt like they needed to um, have something, but I think it's going to be really, really cool. I think they probably should have done like the first 15 minutes or something, or 15 minutes of footage, and just for the uh, for the event and not for the open public. Mm, that would have been cool. That's just my, my two cents. Um, and then Disney seemed really excited about this, so I figured I'd throw it out there. Uh, National Treasure, Edge of History is a Disney Plus show coming out in December. Um, and it is a sequel to the National Treasure movies. Um, it has like early 20s kids trying to... Oh man, I'm getting old. Early 20s as kids. Um, <laughs> trying to uh, find treasure like National Treasure was. Uh, it gives me some Laura Croft vibes, which is kind of cool. Um like she doesn't know the real truth about her father and she's <laughs> out you know hunting for treasure and i don't know that's very just, on the nose <laughs> yeah i was like oh, it could be cool i'm i'm down for it um enough so that i might actually check it out we'll see i'll check it out just because i want i mean like we said this earlier like nick cage is what was special what was so special about national treasure so yeah. it's like i want to do a rewatch of those and then watch this show to like okay <laughs> like why are you making a show? Is it just because nostalgia or like, which that's gotta be it. Right. But also like, is there a story worth telling there, you know, like Mm -hmm. to make a new show? Yeah. No, no, no. Um, I'm sure there was a lot more, but those were the big things. And, uh, this podcast is already quite lengthy today. We got Uh, started late too. So my microphone was, just deciding to be the worst thing on earth. Yep. So. And then Discord almost Discord kicked us all out kicked too, us out. So. Yeah. Yeah. The it's world did not want us to record. One. But we did it. You still get an extended uh, podcast out of it. 
hope that you guys enjoyed it. Uh, again, geeksandnerds.com slash write if you've got an idea for an article that you, you want to work on. Um, preferably, you know, if you have writing experience, that'll help. Um, but if you want your voice to be heard, uh, I think it's definitely worth giving, giving it a go. Uh, love the podcast there. Shelly, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. And LJ? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at LJ the Paladin. Um, take, been taking a little hiatus from streaming on our own channel, but you can find me there on Friday nights. Twitch.tv slash Geeks on Grace. And you can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye-bye. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.